Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, I'm calling it a frantic Friday. Everything I've touched today, Melissa, I broke. Everything. Well, you didn't break every computer or mouse. I I don't even have to touch that. All I got to do is look at it. And it doesn't work. I've had to go to two different booths today. We still couldn't figure out what stuff was going wrong. Um, It is me. Chaos seems to follow me no matter where I go. Maybe just this day. Maybe not every day. I don't think Typically, chaos follows me. And maybe because I create it. All right. You're listening to Weather Insider for Friday, December 17th. Meteorologist Bernie Reno. All right. We have a setup going on in the Northeast this weekend that we have not seen the entire winter that is you know i've been i've been looking for snow in all the wrong places but i've been looking for snow and the the, the problem is we've never had a fresh injection of cold air out ahead of any storm this year not a one certainly not in the northeast you know every storm has been you know a a cold front's coming it's warm there's colder air coming in on the backside we need a wave to form along that boundary and pull the cold air and generate its cold cold air and you know you can get snow that way but nothing has happened but this setup there is a true injection of cold air coming here into new england friday night and saturday and then the moisture works into it, which is very different. Very You've been waiting different. for like the cold air on the backside, but there's yeah. never any moisture there once it gets no. there. So it's a this whole is different a little bit setup. different because the cold air is here already, as you're specifying. But I, I always I, see these are my least favorite kinds of storms. The ones that like creep up into the cold air because I feel yeah. like they cause more problems with they do things like freezing rain, rain and just ice, mess, yeah. mess, 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 mess kind of stuff versus and with, like your classic storm. And the tricky thing is, is trying to figure out where the cold, where the cold gives up its ground, but this isn't going to give up its ground because you know what? It's just arriving. It's, you know, the first, one of the first lessons I was taught here at AccuWeather when I, when I arrived in uh, September 4th, 1990 um, was fresh injection of cold air. You always hear me say that fresh injection, when it first arrives, you're not going to get rid of it. And when it, when, you know, if it would have been sitting here for a couple of days and then the warm air attacks it, then it can give up its ground. This isn't giving up its ground. And this is where, Melissa, you've got to take off the can constanzer uh, snow blinders. Uh, blinders and let the <laughs> let your eyes go wide open because it's time to monger for snow. These setups overachieve all the time. You to have to go fair, up a magnitude blind- in snow. My blinders are not for snow. They're for long term. Okay. So like, when, when, I don't want to get excited about Christmas right now. Like, don't try to sell me on a white Christmas. We'll I'm talk about sell, it in a minute. I, I am going to talk about that, but go ahead. Yeah, I know. You, and that's where I'm going to kind of put my blinders back on. I'll be like, I don't want to get my hopes up kind of no. thing. But this storm is close enough. We we definitely should be talking about it, obviously, because it's, it's going to be very impactful. In fact, yeah. I think even St. Louis was getting a little bit of... Uh, 
mixing and nastiness early this morning. And that's the storm. That's the storm. And that's that's all the beginning of it. It's all the beginning of it. You know, and and, and what happens is, is my, the Reno rule, you go up a magnitude of precipitation and and snow accumulation, go up a magnitude. For example, if you have a fresh cold air mass and you have three to six, you should think about going six to 10 or six to 12. Mm -hmm. That's my rule. So for example, you know, this cold air, I was looking at some of the, the, the atmospheric soundings too. You'd be surprised how deep this cold air is. You look at a place like Syracuse. And for example, if you're looking at them, you know, there's a lot of weather enthusiasts, tons of them on, on, on the, on Twitter. I talk to them all the time and they're very, they're very, you know, there's a lot on the models these days that, you know, you, you can do if you learn Mm -hmm. how to use them correctly. But usually we always talk about the 540 line, the 540 line. That's the thickness line. That's the rain snow line in this kind of a setup with this fresh cold air mass. It's not the 540 line. That's the rain snow line. It's Mm -hmm. 546 line. It's a lot farther south mm-hmm. because the air is so dry as well that, um, you know, you, you've got to you got to you got to precipitate. You got to have heavy precipitation in that area for the work. But the cold air is in. So if you look at a place like Syracuse, you would think that it's going to mix. I don't think it mixes at all there. I think it's going to thump snow. They're going to get five or six inches and then it's going to end in a place like Syracuse, New York State. Three, watch Albany. I think they can get an inch. Now, Albany's tough. Because they're up in the Hudson Valley, but I I can even see them. But the area that that they get an inch or two, Boston's a tough call. But you know the area that I'm mongering. I'm on the monger train. A monger means snow. Oh, that's an atmosphere weather term. I'm 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 hungry for snow. Okay. All right. Mongering. I'm I'm um I'm looking for snow. The area from Portland. Concord, southern parts of Vermont. That would be an area that you would think, you know, three to six is good enough. Nope. It's going to end up being six to 10. They're going to get, you're going to see someone in that area, southern, just north of the 540 line, by the way, just north of that. That's where you're going to get the heavy precip. And I think someone's going to end up, I don't think there's a foot of snow, you know, but I think you're going to see areas like Portland. I think they get eight, nine inches of snow. You're going to see the ops coming in a quarter S plus, you know, Mm -hmm. it's going to snow an inch an hour for like five, six hours, and they end up getting eight, nine, ten inches of snow in that area. Tomorrow. I just need to know, is it hard to contain your enthusiasm right now? Because I feel like you're dialing it back. Some. I'm trying to, because you know what the problem is, is I learned a while ago, if you get too excited and you get too cocky, the weather, <laughs> the weather goes against you. So you should try to stay reserved. I will say, because as, as, Maybe not everyone knows. My husband also works at AccuWeather here yeah. um, on the forecasting floor. He, uh, by he the way, you this he morning. agrees me. He agrees with me. Oh, well, I talked to him on I talked to him on Slack. He agrees with my assessment that well, that good. area is going to thump. Yeah, your, your husband's a very like, good. Yeah, he's a good I, forecaster. I, yeah. I like that because yeah, I have two smart men here as far as forecasting is concerned. So I like that. So I'll go with it. But what I will say is this. He was like. Bernie's when he, when he came home quickly before I went yeah. in, he was like, Bernie's Bernie's hyped up about this thumping. I am. I he, am. I like, am. So, so I could, I was just picturing you like bouncing off the walls today, well, you <laughs> literally know, bouncing like, on the forecasting floor. It, it, it's one of those things is, you know, sometimes, you know, you're, you're iffy. You don't, I'm, I'm confident on this one. Unfortunately, I think, a, I think I agree with you. I think it's a fair call. There's enough yeah. 
cold air. And like you said, you know, you get enough dry air at the surface, evaporative cooling, that's going to cool the column and you're going to keep that snow for longer. It will it makes just sense. linger. Yeah. There will be though, that area that, I mean, we talk about the snow, but there will be that area yeah. where it's not going to be as pretty or as clear cut. And that could be even as far South as interstate 80, but probably yeah, I was more say, Northern yeah. PA. Like, yeah. And, and interstate 80, oh, Gosh, now, I would not want to never be on go Interstate 80. I would never, never want to be on Interstate 80 with with you know where I you know with ice obviously mm-hmm. but you know when you get that Arctic boundary and you get those snow showers coming through I I would want not to be anywhere near Interstate 80 with yeah. those snow with th- those snow squalls but yeah I, I think it, and you know what the problem is it'll end up where it, it's tricky because you're not going to know for sure until tomorrow morning. When you mm-hmm. analyze the surface map tomorrow morning, yeah. you'll see it because if you start seeing, you know, you see temperatures, you know, lower 30s with dew points in the teens mm-hmm. or 20s and teens, that cold air is not going anywhere. Yeah, and that morning you, dew point. Yeah, you'll that when you know, tomorrow morning is when you will know. Um, mm-hmm. But this is the setup that you look for. And you know what? You know, the way we do our accumulations, Melissa, it's one to three, three to six, six to twelve. 12 to 18. So if you think in this situation that there's going to be one to three, you should automatically go three to six. So in Syracuse, it looks like one to three. I'm going three to six in, in like Concord toward Portland. You think it's three to six. I'm going six to 10. And I talked before casting our map has three to six and I lobbied to take it up. Um, and, and, and you know what? I'm telling you, these things overachieve more oftentimes than they don't. Now, the only way I'm wrong is if I'm wrong about the cold air. But I think the models have a good handle on this. And 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 from what I see, I think it's coming in. Well, either way, I'll know first thing tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow I'll look morning. at a map tomorrow morning and then we'll You'll see. Know. And then what we'll about know. your old stopping grounds, your home grounds, I guess I should say, the Poconos. I think and there's gonna be I think you gotta worry about some ice. I think it's mostly yeah. rain because I don't think it gets in there. You know, the true cold air doesn't get in there where the true cold air doesn't get in there. It'll give up its ground. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a you know, th- there may not be a a a, a, a it may be a sh- not a gradual delineation. There may be a sharp divide. I don't know. We'll have to see. But certainly, listen, this isn't a problem for New York City, Philadelphia. Boston's interesting. Mm-hmm. Boston's very interesting. I could see how they could get a couple of inches. I, I think there's snowflakes down toward like Hartford and Providence. I think they're mm-hmm. going to snow a little bit, but I, I don't think they're quite in the cold air. But if they are, if they are, mm-hmm. they'll get one to three inches before any changeover. Yeah. It's lucky about like New York and so many of these places, even in the Poconos. I don't know that the ground's really frozen yet. It, it's it, not. it isn't. That's true. Yeah, and that's all, all feeds into it a little bit as well which i mean again new york city it's rain it's uh poconos it, it will be that icy thing but that you know you look at these types of storms again the ones that i say go up into the cold and i always worry about them this would be a different story if it was late january that's when i yeah. feel like you always get those 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 uh ice storms and what i think is so interesting ice storms for me at least and again this is not the case with this storm but they are the prettiest weather event that and freezing fog, even though they are probably the worst to travel in, deadliest like to travel in. I if you can stay home, that so would stunning. be great. Yeah, yeah. I find them are. so stunning. Like just freezing fog is spectacular um, to to see. Uh, again, don't do anything more than walk. <laughs> but, but well, we'll uh, see yeah. how it happens. I could be. Listen, if this cold air doesn't come in, though, I'm gonna bust. 
I'm banking on this cold air coming in and I think it will. So tomorrow morning we'll know. Hey, I'll uh, give you credit for it. I'll, I'll bust with you. All right. Well, well, yeah, well, listen, Mike, never go down alone. Always take someone with you if you're going to bust. <laughs> um, hey, uh, you see some of those snow reports in the Sierra? Uh, only recently, yeah. You what see was that hundred? A hundred. What was that place? I forgot the name of the place. Mount it was, Rose, Nevada. Yeah, Mount, which I inches. believe is very close to California. In the, yeah, it's yeah. It, it's right across the board. It's not too far away from Tahoe. I don't think it's a yeah, hundred in inches. I thought there's someone. I, I believe someone probably did get a hundred inches. It may not be a reporting site, but they had a hundred inches. So what? That's uh, that's that's not quite nine feet, but uh, almost eight and a half feet of snow. And if you look at the the percentage of normal for the Sierra for this season, the Northern and Central Sierra, it's right at normal. Mm-hmm. Now, normal is not going to get rid of this drought, Mm-mm. but just a week ago, I believe those numbers were at 10% or 20%. So in one week, in one week, and this is what happens in California because all droughts end in what, Melissa? Flooding. Floods. Yeah. And because this is what happens, you know, you can get 10 feet of snow in a week. That's not unheard of for the Sierra. It just isn't. So we went from well below normal to near normal. They get a break in the action. But then uh, and, and next week is complicated. There's a lot of different pieces. And so I don't know how it's going to work out. But I, but I do think it looks wetter than drier. It looks wetter. Yeah, it looks wetter. And in fact, the other location we we're looking at was San Francisco. So far for the rainy season, we were talking about that. That goes from October to May. San Francisco has had 11.24 inches of rain or, or slightly something 11.24, 11.26. I can't remember the exact number, but it's over 11 inches. Last year, they only had like 7.14 for the entire wet season from May, from October through May. That's what they had last year. Was it September that they got all that rain? Was that when it was? Last Next- year. Oh, no, this no, year, this October, year. late October. Oh, OK. And it, and it feels most, like longer than that. To and me, you're, but, you're right. Because it was like Sacramento broke a bunch of records. And and, and it, I think 90 percent of that 11 inches, Melissa, you're right, came in two storms. Mm-hmm. I think the one in October, it was late October. It was before Halloween. And then the one early in the week, the one the one in October, I think they had like seven, eight inches of rain in San Francisco. I think this one they had like four or, you know, so most of it's been in two storms, but it all counts. You have a good memory. I can never remember storms, but I do I had to look it up. I, I, I couldn't remember it either. Quite honestly, I looked it up earlier this year, so don't give me too much credit. But I did. I did see that. But, you know, next week, I think next week at this time, we could have like 14 and a half inches in San Francisco for the water season, which would double what they had last year. And I do think by this time next week, we will be above normal snowfall in the Sierra. I bet it's like 125% of normal for the season, not for the season so far this year. So it's good news. By the way, this time next week is Christmas Eve. So let me put my blinders back on while you talk about Christmas, right? I'm still cooking this I feel like you want to talk about that I, you know what I, and i it's, I, I talk, off. It, well I, you, you gotta look in between <laughs> so here's the only problem with that here's the only problem there there's something coming into the west uh on, on um as we had in the i think it's like wednesday of next week that mm-hmm. comes across the bend around the bend and it's going to come out in the plane so it's going to be a storm there's a storm at some point somewhere around the 24th and 25th that's coming out of the Southwest. Now here's the problem. 
I'm not sure there's any cold air in its place, in which case then we go back to the problems that we had prior to the storm in the Northeast that you don't have a lot of cold air. But I, I think if you're if I was a betting man, I would tell you that you're going to get snow with this storm somewhere around. I don't know if it's late in the 24th, 25th and the 26th or it's the 25th and 26th. But at some point late next weekend of the weekend, I think it's going to be snowing across the upper Midwest and New England again. I wouldn't and probably north of the thruway. I would tell you that as, as a betting man. That's where I think something's coming from the Midwest toward the Northeast, somewhere between the 24th and the 26th, which is a week from now. I don't have all the details, but I've been, you know what? I've been consistent on this since what they said earlier, the Pash, I was talking to Pash (laughs) and she, and she was like, you realize I'm telling you, we were talking about this between the 24th and the 26th, there's a storm coming. Now I don't have the details, and I'm not I'm not optimistic outside of the upper Midwest and New England because I don't see the cold air. But there's a depth. There, there's a storm coming. There's too much energy coming in the West. Something's coming out into the plains. But then you're going to run into the problem of not any cold air. Now, there is an injection of some cold air middle part of next week into the mm-hmm. Northeast. But it's on the leaving side of yeah, things. But that's the problem. problem. You, if, if you were going to get something in the Northeast, you need it on Thursday in the Christmas Eve. That's where your window is in the Northeast because there's an injection coming Friday. Not a big one, but enough. And then something tries to come in there Wednesday and Thursday, but it looks weak that there's not much. And that kind of, if you think about it, that gets rid of the cold air, that tax the cold air, gets rid of it. So then the, when the next storm comes in, you don't have the cold air, right? But I think you got to keep an eye on that. But I'm, I'm more looking at that Friday, Saturday in the Sunday timeframe. I'm convinced there's a storm coming out of the Southwest, you know, out of into the plains, into the Midwest, in the North, somewhere in there. But the only cold air I see, unless it would happen, your shot would be Wednesday and the Thursday in the East. But if you miss that opportunity with something weak that attacks the cold air and then it leaves, then you're looking at the next storm farther North. So it's like dominoes. You know, I, I have the path and then there's like six, six different ways of where it can go, but I'm leaning more toward the Friday, Saturday. I would just say it's the epic dilemma of snow loving, snow wishing meteorologist yeah. of the cold air with the moisture because yeah. cold air is dry typically. So yeah. you just, you're always fighting that battle. If you really want snow as a snow loving meteorologist, like you are Bernie, you need the cold. You're always fighting that battle of is yeah. the cold air. Well, the moisture is there. And you, it's, it seems hard to get this year. It's been hard to get. Oh, it's been hard. Together. But when you see the fresh injection, and that's why I am amped up, because when you see the fresh injection of cold air, I don't care. You know what? I don't even look. And, and a lot of people don't believe me on this. But when you have a fresh injection of cold air, I don't even look at the model QPF. I don't even look at it. I don't because you know what I've learned? It, it, if you look at the QPF, it's going to bring you down the road of despair. So when you have a fresh injection, you're better off. I, I look at like the, well, I look at the model of the paneling, mm-hmm. you know, I, I look at you know, what it looks like, the heavy percent, but I don't look at the specific number. The model okay. will give us, for those who don't give a specific number, a half inch, three quarters of an inch. It'll tell us how much it's expecting. Unfortunately, that's the most inaccurate part of the model in most locations. So when you have a fresh, inje- a fresh injection of cold, I don't even look at that. 
but I just look at storm track. I look at upward motion and um, and I look where the where where I think the rain snow line, in this case, the 546 line. And I go from there. And um, so that's why I'm on the monger train for this storm because of the injection. Now, as militia will say, it could be false. It could be a falsehood. Hey, I'm not negative. I'm not taking the opposite side, although it I could typically be. like to. But yeah. well, this, I, I think, this year I think you've been right more than one. I have on this stuff. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Ah, you've been, you've I don't been better know. than me on this one because I've been you. Know, I, I, it's not like you're better I at the West, but I've been looking sure, at and it. it's been a while since I've really dabbled well into snow. I think West is a whole different mobile. animal. The Western U.S. forecasting in the West is a whole different animal. Mm-hmm. Than in the east because of the terrain, and you know, it, it it's just a whole different feel, you know. So yeah. you have to have a lot of it experience really out there. It really and is I, the fire danger there too. It, it seems simple, but every it's, locale has a different, it's different, different oh, yeah. thing. Like in, you, you can't even break it down to how small scale you would need to do uh, to. This is not enough time. So yeah, the but, West yeah. is a, is a is a tricky animal, no doubt about it. Well, so I like anyway. your predictions with with this one so far. I, I think you're you're headed in the right direction. I'm headed so. in the right way. I appreciate I'll, I'll, if if we're if you're heading in the right in the wrong direction, I'm going there with you. All right. Well, I appreciate the vote of confidence. Uh, so let's see what happens. I did, you know. Um, so we'll anybody uh, that followed this podcast, you can check out our Twitter accounts. I'm at Accurano. Uh, Melissa, you're at Melissa. Constance or weather. Constance or weather. So or I'll Twitter. post this later today. I also posted a couple of maps, too. You can see what I'm talking about. But anyway, have a good weekend. I'm back with you only Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. And then we get ready for Creo. Yeah. Only Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week. Okay. So. We'll see how it goes. All right. Have a good uh, weekend. And don't forget to download the AccuWeather app. You can watch, uh, read our stories. By the way, I did a video on this. I did a TV version video, not my old periscopes. For those that follow me on uh, Twitter, I used to do periscopes. And um, unfortunately, it took periscope away from me. So I, I don't have another social media platform at the moment to do this on. So, well, it's we're glad you're here, Bernie. I appreciate that. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 